Tonight's episode of Office Hours is brought to you by Fangoria.com. Your homepage for horror is here. Fangoria.com is now live and brimming with the digital horror content you crave. Fangoria.com is your first destination for all the horror news of the day, featuring a constant curation of the Fangoria team's favorite links from all across the internet. They take their time to aggregate the most important news in horror in one space to save you time and sanity. You'll also find long-form pieces, deep dives, and daily thoughts from the biggest names in horror, as well as exclusive access to the Fangoria Vault. Right now, current subscribers to the magazine are automatically members of Fangoria.com, and as promised, the content of the new issues will forever be in print only. If you're not already a subscriber, check out the new Fangoria.com for yourself and see the horror right before your eyes. Use the promo code NIGHTMARE for 15% off right now. Again, that promo code is NIGHTMARE at Fangoria.com. Hello and welcome to Office Hours. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca McKendry. Yesterday, Fangoria released the cover for the new issue. This one features the upcoming Fangoria film title VFW and a happy holiday portrait of director Joe Bigos alongside producer and editor Josh Ethier, along with actor Matt Mercer, who looks a little rough on the cover. Cover reveals were always a time for celebration at Fangoria and always a time of stress as well. Would we get it done in time? If we were working with a studio on film images, would we be able to find something captivating that the studio approved and would allow us to show in advance of the movie's release? It was often insane juggling between filmmaker and actors and uh, marketing teams and the studio itself. Would the image hit with audiences? Should we select a big blockbuster film that everyone would recognize and potentially really drive newsstand sales? Or should we support a much smaller, less recognizable indie feature, knowing that we might take a hit on newsstands that month? It was always a carefully discussed and curated decision, and never one that was taken lightly. And certainly for many of us, it was the blood-soaked, grotesque covers that first led us to Fangoria magazine in the first place. I recall seeing the magazine sitting unassumingly on a rack at my local Walden Books. The covers tantalized with gory images, making you feel like you were seeing something you shouldn't. But there it was, in full cover glory right in front of you, and often in pull-out poster form as well. Looking back over Fangoria's history, it's easy to find some standout covers. Number 8, featuring a Fulci-style, oozing, worm-infested corpse from Zombie, definitely became one of the most iconic covers, and was certainly responsible for really putting Fangoria on the map during its very, very early years of print. The Motel Hell cover was another early one that had great sales and became a commonly sought-out back issue at horror cons. One of my personal favorite covers was our Nightbreed cover, number 90, which features a monster that was edited out of the final movie. Back in the older days of print, the cover art would have to be delivered months before the magazines actually came out. Oftentimes, while the films were still in post-production to try to time the magazine's release with the release of the movie. And occasionally, the images included in the magazine, or in this case on the front cover, ended up on the editing floor by the time everything was said and done. For decades, Fangoria covers were designed and created by the legendary William Mulholly, who, before he began doing graphic design for Fangoria, worked as a designer for legendary publications like Starlog and Famous Monsters. And our covers evolved immensely over time. 
Most folks can recall the classic Fangoria covers with the film strip running down the side, but even within that standard style, there was constant experimentation as to what images or movies attracted readers or did not. Freddy Krueger has graced Fangoria more than any other monster or franchise, appearing on the front cover at least 10 times that I can recall off the top of my head, though I suspect the number may be much higher. Freddy was always great for covers. He was recognizable, he had a super visceral gory factor with his skin, and he was brightly colored, both in the pallor of his burned face as well as his snazzy sweater, meaning the images of him would always pop off of newsstands. Being a total marketing nerd, I was always fascinated by what images sold and did not, especially for smaller films when newsstand or comic book shop readers may not know of the film in advance and are buying purely based on whatever heinous art we displayed. My fave small film cover during my tenure was the cover for Martyrs, issue number 281. Though the cover boasted our very short-lived pointy logo, which I admittedly was not a huge fan of, the image on the magazine from the movie was simple. A naked being standing there screaming, staring directly out from the cover. But oh, the implied damage done on their body. The death screams coming through broken teeth, the dead eyes... The cover somehow showed absolutely nothing and everything all at the same time. Though Martyrs, a French film, was a relatively small release stateside, the cover sold incredibly well, somewhat likely driven by the building hype around how extreme the movie was, but also readers were driven by pure inquisitiveness as to what horrors happened to this deformed being and what terrifying curiosities lied inside of Fangoria's pages. I remember taking this cover to a horror convention just a week after it released and selling out of it on the first night. I also loved when we started doing photographic tribute covers by amazing photographer Amma Lee. Our Barbara Crampton cover number 317 and our Roger Corman special edition number 328 are still two of my favorite memories from the more recent years of Fangoria. Knowing how important the covers are, not just to our staff, but also to the readers, several years ago, Fangoria and Cemetery Dance Press released a massive hardback coffee table book called Fangoria Cover to Cover, which features gorgeous, full-color pictures of every Fangoria cover to date, which at the time was number 330. Looking through it, you can see 35 years of horror history. You can see genre trends. You can see actor trends. You can see franchises rise and fall. Legendary directors be born and reborn. And of course, all the sick, fun images that became what Fangoria was known for. This book has become a little hard to find now, but you can still see copies popping up occasionally on eBay and Amazon. And help us celebrate our current covers as well. You can find regular cover release announcements on Fangoria's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also at Fangoria.com. Thank you so much for listening to tonight's Office Hours. Have a fantastic holiday. I will be back the following week with an all-new Nightmare University. Thanks again. Nightmare University is a Fangoria Podcast Network original produced and hosted by Rebecca McKendry, producer Natasha Pacetta, executive producers Dallas Saunier and Phil Nobile Jr., 
Associate producer, Jessica Safa-Vemer. Art and design by Ashley Detmering. Sound recording, design, and mixing by David McKendry. Music by The Serpentines. For Fangoria, Brandon Moynerdy, Jason Kozlerich, and Rachel Wilson.